The Carolina Hurricanes have made some roster moves. The NHL has unveiled a new Stanley Cup playoff logo. And who in the Metro Division scares me the most? Find out today in this episode of Locked on Hurricanes. Your Locked on Hurricanes. Your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey there, Kaniacs. I'm your host, Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And today's episode is brought to you by the lovely folks over at Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them that Locked On sent you. And in today's episode, the Carolina Hurricanes made some roster moves over the past couple of days before I even got a chance to talk about them. So we'll be going over all that stuff. The NHL has made a, I would say questionable uh decision to redesign the stanley cup playoff logo and it is time for a new recurring segment terror tuesdays where we talk about the teams that scare me the most in the metro division and the conference and league as a whole so getting into the roster moves that the carolina hurricanes have made and this is something that like i said they've all happened so fast i haven't really got a chance to talk about all of them because the hurricanes they ended up recalling alex lyon on an emergency basis and tony d'angelo was put on injured reserve and the the lion recall was interesting because auntie ronta was starting in that game against seattle and so you're like okay he's fine so it's freddie What's going on with Freddie? And it was a day-to-day type thing with him. And again, it was on an emergency basis. So it was very much like, okay, what's going on here? We at least know with Tony what's going on. Okay, he's on injured reserve. He's going to be out for a hot minute. And But the thing is, yesterday they sent him right back to Chicago. So he's just here for a cup of coffee. He practiced I think once and backed up auntie in that game on Sunday and that was it and now he's back to Chicago so really not a whole lot to talk about there with that it's just I think you know it was obviously a little scary I guess you would say at first when he got recalled because okay what's that mean for Freddie and you know he took that one nasty bump in that game against um against Washington or no excuse me not Washington Pittsburgh excuse me and you know that was a bit rough there and I think it may have just been some nagging injury left over from there I don't think it was anything too serious obviously it wasn't too serious because Alex Lyon's already been sent back to Chicago and so that is obviously a good time for Freddie and his recovery I guess you'd say I think it may have been a thing that you know he you know got up one day and it's just like you know he ain't he ain't feeling too good and then they made that call and then you know again it was a day to day type thing that's what Brad Brenmore said 
And with that, I guess, you know, as of yesterday, he was feeling a lot better. So they felt comfortable enough sending Alex Lyon back to Chicago. So we'll likely see Freddie here soon. It wouldn't surprise me if we see him on Thursday against Colorado. It also wouldn't surprise me if we don't see him against Colorado, if we see Auntie Ranta against Chicago. But that's just something we'll have to wait and see. And, you know, come Thursday, how that goes. I think, you know, we may be able to get a bit of a tell on Wednesday when the team practices. You know, they didn't practice today on Tuesday. They didn't practice yesterday on Monday. So maybe we can get a tell, you know, come practice time, what we're going to be seeing there. But it's one of those, I, I think it's a coin toss of who we'd see on Thursday. I think, excuse me, not Friday, Saturday against Philadelphia. I think that is definitely, uh, I would say that would definitely be Freddie. Should he be good to go, I think that's Freddie's game there. But Thursday, I think that's a bit more of a toss-up of who we could see there. Uh, But Freddie's obviously doing a lot better. Uh, But Tony D'Angelo, I think that's one that, you know, while you guys know, you know, I'm not a fan of him personally. On the ice, he has been really impactful for the Hurricanes this year, and not having him, you know, especially we've seen on the power play, the way he quarterbacks that, that has definitely had an impact there. And the Hurricanes are obviously continuing to win, which is great, but there is a noticeable absence there with him being out so definitely with him being put on ir i think it is something to to watch because it was initially oh he'll be out for a month and that was you know like two weeks ago so i i don't know you know what the i think that may just be like a cap saving move so you know We'll see how that goes. It actually it wasn't even month. It just feels like that because time is just ridiculous now. But yeah, he got his upper body injury February twenty first against Philly. So now he's continuing to be out. So hopefully that timetable that they gave with him of being back in about a month, four weeks. Hopefully that still stands, and you know we'll see him you know, in a few weeks. Hopefully that's the case. But we'll just have to wait and see on that. That's something that you don't want to rush coming back from injury because you don't want to risk hurting it even worse, especially you know, when he's had a really good season this year. All things considered, you know, him you know, kind of being ousted from the league, getting to come back and you know, really bouncing back and having a good season. You know, I, like I said, I'm not a fan of him, but you know, he has had a really good season. So... I think, you know, the Hurricanes, with him being out, you know, I've said before, you know, come trade deadline, you know, maybe we see them make a move for defense, maybe we don't. I, It's one of those things that I, I could see them not doing anything at all because they don't necessarily need to, they don't have to, It, but it's one of those things that these injuries that they're having may force them to make some, to make a move. And but again, that's just something we'll have to wait and see. Tread deadlines, you know, gonna be coming up before we know it. And of course, we will talk about that on Locked On Hurricanes whenever 
the Hurricanes make a move or if they don't make anything at all. But the Carolina, not just the Carolina Hurricanes, but they are affected by this. The NHL has unveiled a new Stanley Cup playoff logo. And I definitely have some thoughts about that. And I'm sure you can tell by the tone of my voice, they aren't the best thoughts, but we'll dive into those right after this quick break. Football season might be over, but basketball is full seam ahead with pro and college hoops. From the latest odds, totals, player performance props, to where the next fired head coach is going to land, BetOnline.net remains the number one spot for all of your sports betting needs. The the ACC Women's Tournament just wrapped up, and the ACC Men's Tournament is fixing to kick off up in Brooklyn. So, if you need to make a bet on whoever it is in the ACC, whether it's Duke, UNC, NC State, whoever it is, BetOnline.net is your go-to spot. And BetOnline, of course, remains the best spot for all of your sports, scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Now, the NHL, they have unveiled their new Stanley Cup playoff logo. And I think it was you know time for a logo redesign for the playoffs. They've had the one that they've had now since geez for like 13 seasons or something like that it's been a very long time that they've had that old logo and i really did like that logo but it it was one of those things that it feels like every 10 years or so the not just nhl just sports leagues in general they they redesigned their championship logos. The NFL did it. Well, I, heck, the NFL, they redid logos, you know, for every Super Bowl there for quite a while. And, you know, it does feel like, you know, ever since they unveiled their current one, it, I'm not a fan of that one either. And I'm not a fan of this Stanley Cup one either. It just feels very bland it it does and i i'm not a fan Uh, i really am not it feels very bland and uninspired it does Uh, and you know i imagine the little shield with the cup and the year that'll be what gets put on jerseys and so it's one of those things that I, I don't even know how this is going to look on a jersey. But I don't think it's going to look good. I really don't. And the font, it just is very bland. That is the word I keep coming back to with this new logo. It, it It's bland. Very bland and uninspired. It's not fun. It's not eye-catching. You know, the other ones, heck, all of them going back, you know, from 2000, you know, you look at, heck, the patch that the Hurricanes won the Stanley Cup with, to all the other ones, they've all been eye-catching. You know, especially the earlier ones with the color in there. 
But this new one, it just is. It just feels like it was created in a boardroom. It doesn't feel. It feels like it was someone that just started to figure out how to make stuff like that. Started making stuff. It feels very like I get you know the whole minimalist uh, type look thing is in. That's what you know everything is doing. You know not just sports, but every logo is like that. And but this just feels so bland. And I just don't like it. I do not. It, it's def. I mean, it's not the worst. Yeah, it's not as bad as it could have been. But it is not good. I I think this almost just gives off when WWE's uh, third brand NXT it morphed into NXT 2.0 with its redesign. It that was not good. And this isn't good either. And I think you know, the obviously the words Stanley Cup playoffs, those won't be on jerseys or anything. I think that'll be more of a t-shirt type thing. Um, and like I said, the jerseys will just have the shield and the cup in the year. I think that's how that's going to go. But yeah, it, it's still just not good. It just feels bland and uninspired and like i said created in a boardroom that's just how it feels and i don't like it at all and there are some other things i don't like you know, in the nhl and some teams that scare me and we will talk about those teams in the first installment of the tuesday terrors this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all of the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing only brand that their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why spend 30, 50, or even 100% more for these same parts from a chain store or a car dealership? Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet, and of course everything in between. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to all of your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all of the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Now it's time for the first installment of the Tuesday Terrors. This is going to be a segment that happens on Tuesdays, obviously. And this is going to be one where I talk about some other teams that do make me nervous, you know, in the Metro Division and, of course, the conference in the NHL as a whole. Because come playoff time, we're going to have to play them all. Obviously, Metro course gets priority here in this segment because those are going to be the teams we play first but 
There are some other teams in this league that are damn scary. And heck, we're fixing to play one of them here in just a couple days with Colorado. They are a team that has been sitting atop the league for what seems like forever. This is going to be the first time we've played them in, geez, two years. So this is going to be one that, you know, the Hurricanes are obviously a different team than the last time we played Colorado. But the Avalanche are a different team than the last time we played them as well. Both teams have gotten more experience under their belt, made roster moves, all that stuff. So Colorado is definitely going to be a team that you we're going to have to work against for sure on Thursday. But we'll obviously talk more about that game once that game happens. And then, of course, some, some more closer to home, you do have the te two teams that are right on our heels in the Metro Division, the Rangers and the Penguins. The Penguins more so scare me than the Rangers because the Rangers, I feel, their inexperience is what's going to get them. They're obviously a really good team, a really talented team. You know, they've been in the top of the division for almost the majority of the season. Uh, and... You know, they're obviously a team that we got to look out for. But Pittsburgh is a team that has the experience on their side. And they know what it takes. New York, not so much. So Pittsburgh does scare me a little bit more than the Rangers do. Washington, eh, not really. And then after that, you know, I'm really not overly concerned with any of the Metro teams. But that's not taking anything away from them. Because as I've said on multiple occasions. Metro teams they always bring a little bit extra when they play each other. So yeah Philly. They're at the bottom of the division. But they've shown that they can hang with us. And you know, same with New Jersey. Same with the Islanders and Blue Jackets. So they're nothing to scoff at either. And you look at the Atlantic Division, obviously the two obvious ones, Florida and Tampa. We know how good those teams are. We know that they can beat us. They beat us. Heck, Florida won the season series against us. So we obviously got to watch out for those guys there. Pacific Division, eh, you know, I feel that, you know, the Flames are the team to beat there. They've really come into their own. They've made a lot of good moves. And I think they're going to be one out to watch out for. L.A., they're a team that is just getting hot at the right time. They're a team that's really taken folks by surprise. You're a team you initially everyone kind of expected them to be towards the bottom. But they're not. They're second place in the division right now. And they're doing really good for themselves. So team gets hot, you got to watch out for them. And like I said... The Avalanche, I think, are definitely going to be a team that we have to watch out for. But you go back to the Metro Division because that's what we're going to be dealing with first. I think that you know, come playoff time, you know, the Rangers do almost give me 2018-2019 Hurricanes vibes. Not in the sense that you know we obviously weren't as good as the Rangers are this season. It, we weren't there. We weren't a top two team in the division, a top five team in the league. We weren't. But, you know, we didn't know. You know, we didn't know 
you know, how to necessarily win in the playoffs. We obviously had older guys, Justin Williams, Jordan Stahl. You know, we had those guys on the team, of course, but as a whole, really young team. You know, and you look at hey, the Cincinnati Bengals. You know, they weren't a team that had a monkey on their back, so to speak, you know, of, oh, crap, you know, kind of how, like, Lightning used to be in, like, the mid-2010s where it seemed like every year they choke in the playoffs. We weren't like that. And, you know, the Rangers, they don't know what the playoffs are, are like. Obviously, there's guys on that roster that do. But, you know, as a whole, that team hasn't been to the playoffs. They don't know what... They obviously know what's at stake, but they've never been in that spot. Hurricanes do. Pittsburgh does. They know what's at stake, and they know what it takes to win in the playoffs. And that's why Pittsburgh scares me more than the Rangers, because they have that experience on their side. And I initially was kind of, you know, at the beginning of the season, heck, kind of in the middle of the season, too, not really taking Pittsburgh as serious as maybe I should have because, you know, it feels like, you know, we're in that time of the changing of the guard, so to speak, where teams like Boston, Washington, Pittsburgh, you know, these older teams are starting to peter off and you're having younger teams like Colorado, Carolina, Florida, you know, these teams step up to the plate and take those top spots. But Pittsburgh is like, nah, fam, no, we're we're gonna be right up there, ready to go, and they're a team that again scares me. We know just how good that team is. Sidney Crosby's one of the best of all time. Kenny Malkin's there. We heck, he's not you know a superstar on that level. But Brock McGinn, you know, we know just what he can do and what he can bring to the table. And Pittsburgh has shown us whenever we've played them, just that they still got it, and they're not a team that we can count out. It's not a team that we can, you know, just be like, you know, the easy win or, or whatever. You know, we obviously, you know, do lead the season series, of course, but it, it, it's been hard. It, it hasn't been, you know, a gimme, you know, series or anything like that. It's been a team, you know, you look at the scores for that game, you know, February 20th, you know, that was when we eked out the win 4-3 on March 4th. We won that in overtime. That was 3-2. Those were games that were really hard-fought, ugly wins. And then you put that in the playoffs, that's some scary stuff right there. So Pittsburgh is honestly probably the team that scares me the most right now. But, of course, there are some teams across the league in conference and division that are scary teams and it's going to be ones that we have to watch out for come playoff time but that does it for this episode of locked on hurricanes make sure you subscribe to the show on whatever streaming platform you're listening on and rate the show five stars don't forget to also follow the show on twitter and instagram at lo underscore hurricanes and myself on twitter at jared ellis underscore 96 and in the next episode folks we will be taking a look at some trade deadline scenarios. And thank you for making Locked On Hurricanes your first listen of the day. Now go make Locked On Fantasy Hockey your second listen. Host Steel Roden and Flip Livingston help you become the expert of your fantasy league. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. And I will talk to you in the next episode.